Each week at BNI for Success, we'll talk about referral networking that works. We'll discuss networking tips, strategies, and action steps that are designed to help entrepreneurs and businesses work together to create quality referral business and explore new opportunities. So, welcome everyone to BNI Decoded. This month's topic, as you can see on the screen, is Are You Networking or Not Working? And our speaker today is Seep Bronner. She is the social media networker, and she's going to discuss does the holiday experience interfere with your chapter experience? Naughty holiday networking strategies to avoid, and hacks for holiday networking, and more. So, everybody put your hands together and let's welcome Seep Bronner up to the mic, central stage. Take it away, Seeps. Thank you so much. Central stage. I love that. And I love doing this via the internet. When we talk about my being the social media networker, that really comes from my background before even entering BNI. But why I became a part of BNI is I was an online community builder. I actually um, helped build the places that you connect this way. And that's some time ago. I mean, that was even in the 90s. We were working in these technologies. So I really do come from this perspective of helping you network online and offline. And I love this guy, this little elf hat and in the quarterlies. Hi, Bruce. Good to have you here. I saw you this morning. Right. <laughs> so right now we're in the fourth quarter, or as I like to call it, Q4. And it's a pivotal period for businesses everywhere. Uh, you're not just working towards your year-end goals. You're harnessing the potential of this quarter, but you're planting seeds or creating a pipeline for a successful start to New Year's first quarter. And without that, you're pretty much out of business until March. And as we work together today, the format of this particular BNI Decoded is that we're going to spend 30 to 45 minutes together. I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm going to try and get you going. We're going to open the room up to all this. And the purpose of this is to talk about the nuances that you don't see in any BNI manual, and it's not in the agenda, is to dig a little deeper on the how. And when we look at the how of fourth quarter, just as I mentioned about it being pivotal, I want to ask you right now here in the room, how many of you are on track for your fourth quarter end of your goals? You can just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We're pretty close. Awesome. Now, is that your, um, Kristen, is that your business goals or is that your chapter goals? Business goals. Great. Okay. Um, and I saw kind of like a half-half hand thing face there too, right? Um, not everybody is matching their chapter goals against their business goals to really see how they go hand in hand. And I think that when I talk about creating that pipeline for successful start to the next year's first quarter, what we're doing right now in our chapters, having it dovetail with what you're doing in your business because your chapter is your marketing department, right? I think that this is really something of value to talk about. I want to know, does the holiday experience interfere with your chapter experience? Right here on the screen, it's got a question and I'm going to I'm going to ask you to either in the chat or out loud, I'm going to ask you to finish the sentence. 
Does this ever happen to you? My chapter meets on a Tuesday and Thanksgiving is on a Thursday. What does that mean to you? You meet regularly. I meet regularly except for or no, if your meeting is on Tuesday and there's not a national holiday on your chapter meeting, then you meet. All right. What day of the week is your chapter? Our chapter is on Thursday. And as much as we would love <laughs> together with our family and friends on Thanksgiving Day, we have option to shift our meeting so that it's not on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> do, do you shift your meeting? Only for Thanksgiving Day or Christmas Day. <laughs> so you're still doing business. Yes. Awesome. It's not know, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know Bruce uh, more because I saw him this morning at his chapter meeting. I have very good knowledge that that would be a Thursday chapter. Right. So I wonder if he has any input in this. I'll tell you that my chapter, my first chapter, I've been in more than one chapter in BNI since I joined in 1997. We did an optional meeting Thanksgiving morning. And that meant we weren't going to mark you for attendance. Everybody was present, but recognize that if you weren't there, it could mess with your averages on your referrals. Right. And you could come early. Because as far as I know, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Nobody's serving turkey in their home, right? <laughs> and you could order anything off the menu. This was like our big have what you want day. And it was really, it really did a lot for the chapter spirit. And it did a lot for actually um, creating more business instead of checking out. You, oh, you're in a Tuesday meeting. Right. Right. What's your chapter doing? Did you say Carissa? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I almost think that they would cancel it. So I like the idea of, I just joined the leadership team on in my chapter to hopefully help out. Um, but hopefully we would do exactly what she just said, change it to a different day. That's a great idea. What role are you taking? What role? I am the visitor host. Start awesome. Small. Yeah. Thank you for being one of our leaders. That's great. You That's know, actually the policy in our region that if it falls on a holiday, you schedule a meeting earlier in the week. Okay, well, I'll see. I'll make sure I'll see um, how that plays. Right, we're almost to Thanksgiving, so this is very informational. Right, and you know we we have to get that plan in if we're almost to Thanksgiving. What is it our our financial people always say in BNI? Failing to plan is planning to fail. I think you could put that in a lot of different capacities. You know, why is it that if so many of us pass on the significance of Q4 and we start with the holiday spirit, and I say that with air quotes, right around the second week of Q4, that's October. And by November, man, it's like a full force tropical storm or holiday gale, right? So how do you win the week? What do you do to, to help make sure that, and I'm hearing it already, we have our policy in our, our region, in their region, right, to meet on another day. Uh, we think we're meeting, uh, Dave is sending me private little messages here that saying business advantage, Chris's chapter is meeting from what I've been told, right? Um, how can you win the week? How can you make sure that you're doing business. Because I got to tell you, this same same thing that happens around the holidays happens 
throughout the year. You could just pick another topic and it's going to happen. Well, you know, it's the summer, so I, I, I'm not going to invite anybody to a BNI meeting or they had to go away and they didn't have a substitute, but that's okay because, you know, it's summer. It's Valentine's Day. Who's going to have a meeting on Valentine's Day? I don't know about you, but I, I love having chapter meetings or leadership meetings or anything on that day of love. What a day to share the love of what we do. Right. It's what was it you said? It's National Peanut Butter Day Day. <laughs> Chris, a one to ones at least two a week. And I visit other chapters, grown a lot in the past month doing these two things. Um, do you mind sharing a little bit more about that? Sure. You know, honestly, um, Galit, I know everybody knows Galit. Um, she is a huge inspiration for me. So I know that she created her own chapter and I have never seen somebody so dedicated to BNI as her, to be honest with you. So I had a one-to-one with her, um, about a month ago and just being in her presence really inspired me. I was a leadership board on everything this coming month. And I do, I owe it to people like her who are so believe in something like this, something like BNI that they inspire you to want to do the same. You know, I think you've really hit the nail on the head with this. We do inspire others. You know, we're, um, we are an organization of leaders. Look, I'm leaning forward. I'm really excited by this. Thank you for bringing this up. And that's why we have BNI Decoded. I want to hear more from everybody here. I want the people who are listening in the podcast or viewing it in the YouTube. I want them to know just how powerful they are. You know, you can, a single person can have that ripple effect. They can, it can ripple out for negative and it can ripple out for positive. And I think when we have this topic predominantly throughout BNI, we are doing positive things as, as a group together. So there's a lot to learn from other people. Let's talk about how are you holiday networking, right? Uh, unless you're in the gift business, the weeks between Thanksgiving and New Year, they can be perceived as the business equivalent of a lump of coal in your stocking, right? So let's let's just talk about some of the ways you use the holidays to your advantage to make a, a connection. And of course, you know, that means I want you to be talking. I'll answer your questions. When I'm at parties and everything, you're, you're listening to what they're saying. And people always say, oh, you know... I'm having trouble with my shower. It keeps leaking water. Well, get a BNI person there to fix it. <laughs> you know, and that. Uh, so it's uh, uh, just be aware of what people are saying. Yeah, and I think um, what you just did was you started not just listening, but you're already lifting up somebody who's not in the room, mm-hmm. right, and helping them along that line. So. Yeah. I, I was that's my go ahead. That's my favorite part of the holidays is um, that opportunity to mix and mingle with people that I don't necessarily see in other times of the year or in other social circles um, and doing exactly what Bruce suggested is just listening up for what is somebody saying or what does somebody need or what's a change in their life? Because that's the time everybody talks about things that are exciting or new or different. And there's always a way to connect to a BNI member in that way. 
Um, the challenge comes, it's not a networking event. So you're not passing out business cards or exchanging phone numbers and emails. So you got to know how to get in touch with these people after the party. <laughs> have, have you been in BNI long enough to um, have seen when the book originally launched that is Truth or Delusion? I remember it, um, but um, but I don't know that I've read it. So one of the truths or delusions I'm going to ask you, and I know you all know that you're BNI people and you're really good, but play along with me. Truth or delusion, you can network anywhere, anytime, even at a funeral. Absolutely. Truth, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so way back when, when the first when the book first came out, I had people who were absolutely appalled at that who had not been in BNI. And and the I think this has got a good focus on this. They were they were delusion, and we knew it was truth. And the reason we know it's truth is we're taught from day one in BNI to honor the event, right? And you said it yourself. Why are you there? Is what what she was saying. So how would you handle this at a holiday party with friends or family or a funeral? What well, what would you do for Kristen? Unless somebody else wants to jump in. Yeah. So I think at a funeral, it becomes a little bit more important to be aware of your surroundings. Um, and so I might not network at my funeral, um, but I'm certainly going to be taking note of conversations that I want to have afterwards. Um, just as the same in a holiday party, um, I'm not necessarily going to whip out a lot of transaction, um, but I'm taking a lot of good notes. And maybe in a holiday party, I'm in a place to actually start conversation. Hey, I've got a really great friend I'd like to introduce you to. Um, she couldn't be here tonight, but hey, can I follow up with you tomorrow or later this week, whatever, to be able to make that connection with you? You're in a better place to actually be making connections and you just keep it really light. Absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, was laughing because at my wedding, we walk into the reception and one of my guests who was in multi-level marketing had put down flyers at everybody's seat for his business. And I walked over to him after I took a couple deep breaths and I said, I, I really need you to remove this stuff from the table. He said, you're always talking about networking. This is the best way I can network. I said, no, you can either remove the flyers or you can remove yourself one or the other. <laughs> but that's the only time I didn't want somebody networking. Chris, <laughs> right? any setting where there are three or more people is a networking opportunity depending on the conversation you're involved in. Oh, please share more about that. So yeah, if you're at a funeral, you know, I could see it as you're sitting there talking to somebody you haven't talked to in a very long time. Oh, so yeah, so sorry to hear about Joe. What are you up to these days? There you go. That's usually what would happen. Or if someone's over here bawling their eyes out and you're bawling your eyes out with them, of course you're not going to network in that situation. So, you know, it's, I think it's definitely situational depending on what setting you're in. It is. Um, you know, I, we were at a funeral years ago of a BNI member. And so you would think that this whole thing would be a networking event right there, but it certainly wasn't. We were all honoring the event, but I actually met somebody there who was part of his family that um, lived in the building next door to mine. It was like a total coincidence, right? So it seemed like a good opportunity to say, you know, the usual LA thing, kiss, kiss, we'll do lunch kind of thing, but really mean it and really be sincere. And I said, look, 
you know, we are here for, for the purpose of honoring this person. And I don't want to name names while we're here, but let's quietly exchange contact details, right? And, and I'll follow up with you and we'll do lunch. And it was great. And one of the ways that I was doing lunch at that time is once a month, I need to go back to this now that COVID's done. Uh, once a month, I would have a luncheon with interesting people. I started with it just being interesting women. It was my interesting women. And then I expanded. So once a month, I had six to eight people. And I just thought that they would be interested in knowing one another and connecting them. So I invited her to my interesting people party there. Right. And so that was honoring the event, taking them to another level. Anything else that you want to suggest that you do that you can share with us? One of the things I've started to do to get contact information is watch who's taking pictures. Because if somebody's taking pictures of an event or something that you might be interested in, um, I've found it a little bit easier in an icebreak to say, hey, can you can you text me that picture? Or, hey, can you send me that picture? Um, especially if, if that's appropriate in the context. Um, and that's an easy way to grab somebody's contact to say, hey, can I follow up with you? Or um, again, ask permission for those things. But somebody who's already got their phone out and is taking pictures is in a better position to then share and create a relationship and contact with you. Absolutely. And that, that's a great idea. I love that. So often during the holidays, though, we lean into our marketing. We lean into the social media. We lean into Facebook posts that don't have a thought to call back, right? I was here, but it doesn't say anything about it. Uh, we, we're going to be away, but we don't really say, well, while we're traveling, here's something we can do for our business, right? Uh, we were talking about maybe we're having more of our BNI meetings canceled. And I got to tell you, if I'm looking to meet my year-end goals, I'm not going to go away from any of my known business tools. And for me, that's connecting with people. And if you really think about it, right? And uh, if you somehow wind up talking with the senior software developer at UPS, because I'm a geek, right? And I'm at a holiday party. And it's always been my dream to work as a software engineer for that company. It's my responsibility to send a follow-up email later after the, the holidays are over or, or even now, right? Right away. I, I want to attend a wide variety of holiday events and I want to be prepared to make connections. But I know you've heard Dr. Ivan Meisner talk about, you know, going in with the intent to clinch the deal. And that's just like everything else we do. You know, that's not relationship building. That is what he calls premature solicitation. And uh, I love that play on words, but I think it's great. And so what I want to do, and I would love for you to do, and we're hearing it, is to replace your usual holiday networking outings with virtual networking events if you can't make it, right? To make a commitment to yourself right now, say, oh, I can't do that in person, but I can do this. So and one of the things I have on the slide is schedule coffee chats or lunchtime networking groups. So that is kind of like the interesting person thing. You know, you're creating your own. You're saying, well, I didn't get invited or I don't have enough in my pipeline for setting up the year. Let me also create a couple of things like that. You have that ability. Next topic is where we're talking about the naughty stuff, right? 
Uh, don't be that person. This here she does. They don't know the naughty holiday networking strategies to avoid. And one of the things they do is they send out networking requests described disguised as a holiday greeting. Yes, you can create the events. Yes, they they can be a holidayish, but be upfront with people. Call it a holiday greeting. Remember, you don't have to ask for something each time you connect with your network. Sometimes you can just focus on giving something every time instead, right? So, so no disguising things. Uh, the other thing, and I just spoke about when I was talking about the premature solicitation, the naughty people, the, na- the naughty holidays strategy that we want you to avoid is asking for a job information or leads without offering to give one or more at the same, right? Givers gain. So above all, else. My suggestion to you is the holiday season is a time to connect in a meaningful way with people you already know and those you don't. And you can't do this if your sole focus is on you. This is the time of year to focus your holiday energies on leveraging those nice door opening strategies that even Santa would love. And I know Santa loves you to be out in the community. I'm going to turn to Dawn because as I recall, her region, I hope I'm not wrong, uh, does a lot of things around the holiday season where they're going out in the community and there's a little bit more charity nonprofit focus. Is that correct? I wish it was as much as it could be. There is a little bit. We do some things with the food bank. Oh, that's actually that's actually volunteer to go in and fill the baskets and sort the food at the local food bank. And usually there's some donations made. We have multiple chapters that have um, nonprofits in them. And those chapters usually do some sort of fundraiser for the nonprofit that's in their particular chapter. I knew it was you. Keep going. (laughs) So we have some unusual nonprofits. One is a nonprofit that provides tools for people that need to do work, but don't have the tools to do the work. Another one of them is called Tech for Troops, and they provide training for veterans on how to use technology and how to do repairs on technology items. And people donate old used laptops and phones and that type of thing for them to practice on. So there's a a lot of different types of charities that are in our chapters. Not as many as I would like. I would like to have a nonprofit in every one of my chapters, but about half of my chapters have a nonprofit in them. I think we would all love that, you know, and everything you're talking about. So, so nonprofits, other people in the community, they're playing on your spirit of the holiday. They are creating these events to be the culmination at this time of year. They're asking you to look at the holiday spirit and help. So even if you don't have them in front of you, because they're not BNI people, they're not standing up at a chapter meeting unless they're a member every single week saying, come to our event, help us this way. This is a great opportunity for you to look at all the promotion that's everywhere in your community about assisting in these parts and, and being a part of it. Not being that person, but taking taking the moment to connect in the spirit of giving and being a part of it. And you're going to meet a lot of other people. Right. And you're going to you're going to find out some things that you didn't really know, even the people that you're with every time. Uh, We have a gentleman um, in Tower Insurance 
and you know he's in rotary and he's in bruce moore's chapter so i'll let bruce moore say his name out loud if he wishes um <laughs> and, no, and it's, it's, it's pronounced exactly like Gerardo Jaramillo. So Close enough, Gerardo Jaramillo. Right, and so um, he's not even here, and he's getting props. Right, so they're doing they they're doing this gifting out to the community tower insurances, where they're providing with other businesses in the community. They're providing fifty turkeys to homes that need. And they're asking everybody in the community to donate $45 or something like that to help build a box for the holiday to go with it, right? Of all the things that go with it. So, and I don't mind patting myself on the back. We are donating um, 10 of those boxes out of the 50 um, as an organization, a region here. But the point is you have something to go to. You have something that helps other people. This one is geared for the business community. So it's okay. Definitely. You don't have to to lie about being in business, right? But more importantly, you are giving as you're building something to receive from. And that's really what we want to see in this time of year. It's a great strategy. Let's do, let's do this. What if you have these year end goals, you know, them, you may be on them. You may not be on them. Oh my God, we're going back and forth. Here it is November 2nd. How many weeks do you have till January 1st? It's kind of rhetoric, Seven. right? Seven. Oh, pardon me, uh, Bruce? I believe there's seven left. Eight. Seven, Eight. Depending on where you are and you know uh, your reportings, right? Yeah. So how can you still win the holiday networking war? How can you, I'm going to give you one quick suggestion that is really kind of uh, counterintuitive. In fact, our office is closed between Christmas and New Year's, right? Here's what I do. I use the period between Christmas and New Year's to reconnect with all the previous connections, people I haven't heard or seen from in a long time. I I let them know I'm still available. I let them know that, uh, you know, there's there's more than one person who's reopened an, an opportunity by proactively reaching out during this otherwise slow period. And I talk to them during that, that time. But because I'm closed, this is not to make my year-end goals. This is to make my pipeline there for January, you have to set the stage for this, right? That's part of holiday networking. That's part of daily networking is not to be, um, oh, what do we say in, in BNI? Don't be the hunter, be the farmer, right? Don't go out and line Bambi up in your sights. And well, I won't even say what you, you can do right there, but then you only have, you know, a limited amount. You're not, you're not nurturing, Right. And so that's part of winning the holiday networking war as well. I'd love from, to hear from you. We have a little bit more time. But what is it that you want to do during these next couple of weeks to make sure that we're really great in, in ending where we want to do, where we want to be? See, it um, depends on where you, what your business is doing. I'm a commercial photographer. 
And anyone that wanted the stuff for the holidays, most of that's already been done. But there's a lot of work that they want to do in January, February. We'll set up the time, make sure to say, okay, the second week in January, let's get started with this project that you need. Don't wait till January to set those meetings up. Do it beforehand. I think that's great. I think a lot of our solopreneurs, our entrepreneurs, our, our people in business have not thought of begin with the end of mind. Every project that we do, we we reverse engineer. When do When is it going to happen? When do we want to start on it? Bruce, let me ask you this. If I want to produce a catalog of swimwear for the summer, when should that catalog hit the people, the buyers? It's got to be there by the time the weather changes. So when, you know, help, help me for, at, at the latest late spring. Late spring. So if I need it to be out in the mail or online or whatever it is during late spring, when do I have to have the final revisions of everything it takes to pull it together? Well, my goodness, that depends on how fast they can do it. But but you have to go back. Uh, let's say you need everything out by May 1st. May 1st. All right. But that's that's when, when it out. You have to you have to do that all before in in April and in, in March. Right, work with me. So the planning is probably in February. What day does the photo shoot actually have to happen? Well, the photo shoot would have to be in, in, let's say, March sometime. Okay. And for it to get on your calendar so that you're available, when do you need to know? Again, that depends on how busy a person is or their, their particular employment. Uh, but um, you want to know at least two or three weeks ahead of time just so if there's something special you need, you can arrange to get it. So that's so that's January now, right? Almost, yeah. Okay. So how does January happen for you without the networking of either other members for you or yourself happening in December or November? It's got to be done. Right? You start talking to people or... Okay, we, we've completed everything for the holidays. That's great. What's your plans for uh, the new year? What are you going to do? Are you celebrating something in February? Are you celebrating, um, like if, let's say, swimsuits? Well, it, they've got to be made. What type of things? What's the design of them? I mean, uh, plan ahead is you've got to do that. You can't just say, well, it's May now and uh, I want to get my swimsuits out. And my goodness, it's going to take two to three months to get the design and the, and the making of and the advertising. And by that time, everyone else has got their swimsuits out and everyone's bought theirs. So these don't get bought. So for Bruce to spend time working with uh, a company for a photo shoot that's going into a catalog per se, 
let's say, and he's got to know um, what the direction of it is, what the color palettes are that they're working on. Um, there's any number of things that go on before the the shoot actually takes place. And there's the meet him, be introduced to him, to know that all of this is the right fit for both sides of the, the coin, right? Mm -hmm. So now we're looking at for this thing to happen in the future, and all of us have this timeline in all of our projects, this needs to be happening. Sorry to say, say it, but it needs to be happening in Q3, in your third quarter, right? August, September, October. Mm -hmm. so, and, and you want to actually do it even earlier so that you are attaching marketing budgets. Now, not everybody is dealing with a photographer of this cal caliber, right? Mm -hmm. Some people are just doing life events, weddings, bar mitzvahs, those kind of things. Um, but again, they're booking it in advance. Oh, yeah. BNI members, our entrepreneurs, our solopreneurs aren't always thinking in terms of 12 months. And if you can start getting this culture and you can start having everybody think of your round, then you're going to have greater success. Our plumbers, our plumbers might handle emergencies. That's great, but not everybody wants everything to happen the morning of. How many of them are construction plumbers? How many of them are in touch with the architects or the remodeling people or any of those things for projects where they need to come in and do a little work on that? When can you plan it? So I want to leave you with this and give us just a little bit more time to talk, but I want to leave you before we open this up for some general conversation to send out your New Year's greetings to some of the influential contacts in your network, right? But maybe you don't wait till it's New Year's. Maybe right now, this week, you just send out a general holiday type thing and you include a short brand driven message about your value proposition. That's very targeted, all right? I, I happen to have a couple of different strategies. Some of them are just from me personally. And of course, they're signed by my business name. Some of them are from Dave and I, our family to yours, depending on how I know them. And some of them are from BNI Greater Los Angeles, right? So you need to look at what you're sending and how, and you need to look at the fact that networking is something that a lot of professionals struggle with. But the truth is your network, that's your net worth. And if you don't have a strong network, you know, we're here for you. We're, we're going to make sure that you don't suffer. We're going to make sure that through BNI Decoded, through all of the tools we have, through absolutely everything, you're networking up because you're already good at your business, right? Let me, uh, let me ask Dave, the magic slide man right here to change the slide over to our dialogue time. And this is where I really want to open this room up. We have about 10 more minutes. Uh, to bring up anything that this inspired you for, or anything that you have not brought up. And Chris, I didn't see this in the chat. I love to make holiday plans and the days I work grind hard, 12 to 15 hour days to feel accomplished and motivated during my extended days off. 12 to 15 hour days during your extended days off. Mm -hmm. 
ho, ho, ho. How do you make that happen? Well, I don't have kids and I don't have a significant other, so it's very easy for me to do that right now. But you sleep, <laughs> right? You do sleep? <laughs> uh, maybe four to five hours a night. Um, just very motivated and um, I sleep very well. People say you need six. I highly disagree. I'm one of the happiest, most motivated people I know and I sleep maybe four to five. Okay, I know that you don't spend those 12 to 15 hours behind a desk. No, no way. No, ma'am. No, no, no. Uh -uh. Share, with <laughs> us, share with us some of your productivity and some of the ways it helps you keep a work-life balance as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, honestly, every morning I wake up and read my Bible. I listen to motivational, inspirational. I stretch daily. Go on walks. You have to be outside. Enjoy what God's given us to be honest with you and just always being thankful and appreciative and never letting your mind go any other direction regardless of what the situation is going on I run multiple companies and so that's what I've learned and that is how I'm able to do that you now so and if one I'm having a stressful situation with one I'll move on to the next and the nonprofit. I love volunteering at our nonprofit around the corner it brings so much joy to me so making sure to give back is huge that, you know, that's why I got so involved with the BNI Foundation. And uh, I was talking to Beth Meisner way back when, oh, maybe 20 years ago. I really believe, and I haven't changed, that as business leaders in the community, it's our responsibility to give back. Right? And I'd love to see all of our chapters work with their nonprofits and see how their fit is through the... Uh, the BNI Foundation. I know that Dave Palmer, who is in our BNI Breakfast Club chapter, um, Speak Up for the Poor, I know that he came to BNI because of his involvement uh, or his, his nonprofit's recipient receiving from the BNI Foundation. Right. So um, I think it's just a great thing that we do as business leaders. And I'm so glad that you brought this up. I have kind of a Go ahead. different philosophy. I feel people are so overwhelmed with material that they receive during the holidays that I tend to send out things like for Valentine's Day, Thanksgiving, uh, made up holidays so that they don't get lost in the Christmas type things and Easter type things that they're in between and it, it stands out because it's coming at a time when people are not usually receiving those kind of messages. Absolutely. Not that I don't do things for the holidays because I am over decorator. Are you? Oh, yes. Good. I decorate for multiple face because I have multiple face in my B&I chapters. Good. We um we have a theme that goes on through our holiday all leaders roundtable, which is coming up December fourteenth, um, and that is that we don't do Christmas colors because I believe the holidays are every day. Um, we kind of go with the season and um, think of Frozen, think of the snow colors and the snowflakes. We have a whole lot of snowflakes right here on Wilshire Boulevard in West Los Angeles, right? <laughs> no. Are you sure that's not Ash Flake? Really? So, right. <laughs> Actually, two years ago, it did snow right here in Westwood, which was amazing. 
yeah. but <laughs> we do we do want to encourage everybody to participate and go with that that seasonal feelings and that's part of being again responsible to your community right recognizing that there are a lot of other people involved similar to dawn i usually send out um, some information in early january um, we're a very vibrant growing company. And so I'm all excited come the first week of January um, to have closed the books and seen where we ended up our year. And so I usually send out um, information to our vendors or our large connections to let them know that they were the part of the success, um, that we did really well, but we wouldn't have arrived here without their help. And then I'm looking forward to continuing that relationship in the coming year because um, nothing we do is in isolation. No, nothing we do is in isolation. So um, I do, I'm watching the clock because I want to be sensitive to everybody's time, but I have a question to ask you that is going to take a little bit of thinking and remembering. What is the oddest connection that you have ever made that surprised the heck out of you? And I don't mean the type of business, I mean the timing, the time of year, how it happened. And, and I'm going to start where the oddest connection I ever had was I was invited to a membership event in a BNI chapter on Halloween. It changed my life being being invited into the organization, but they took the holiday and they said, "We're gonna, we're just gonna go a little crazy here. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna have our meeting, and by the way, nobody will recognize anybody." Twenty-seven years later, here I am. <laughs> anyone else have a an odd time where you didn't really think you'd be connecting and it happened i had one a long time ago when i first joined bni there was an art director i was working with and he said he had a um, young company named pink house imports they made inexpensive jewelry and he wanted to do big ads national ads good commercials, you know, all that. They wouldn't have anything to do with it. They just wanted someone to photograph uh, their products. And then and he referred me to them. And I, when I first went in, I'm thinking, uh, this is probably going to be a one-time thing. They, you know, this is probably, they, they don't want to spend money. Uh, this is not going to be uh, a very good thing. But as I got there, it, changed they love my work i love working with them i had that client for a good 18 years until they moved down to san diego and they sold the company to the husband's uh, brother who is up in eugene oregon so the company's up there now but for all those years i would do three or four different times I'd do photography for him. But each time I went there, it was anywhere from eight to 12 days. Can you imagine how much money I made in this little company that I didn't think I was going to get it $250 from? <laughs> wow. that That is a great, great story and a great surprise on this. It is time for us to wrap this up. We are back next December 6th, I think. I'm going to check the calendar in just a second. I do want to encourage you 
to come back to this each and every month, but I got to lie. I can't lie to you. It's not every month. Um, we do skip sums for other obligations, but our next one is December 6th. I, I was right, 7th, and our topic is going to be BNI Decoded's Treat BNI Like Your Best Client. And you can find the recordings from this today at bnipodcastforsuccess.com. And that's the number four, bniforsuccess.com is, is our, <laughs> is our region. Um, the podcast, excuse me, are at bnipodcastforsuccess.com. And again, that's the number there too, bnipodcastforsuccess.com. Thanks for joining us this week on BNI Podcast for Success. Make sure to visit our website, BNI for Success or BNIPodcastforsuccess.com, where you can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, so you'll never miss a show. Our networking success ask this week is that you tell a friend about BNI for Success.